Hello everyone, good afternoon and good evening, and welcome to the Manic Monday edition of The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the left coast, the west coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras, uh, once again from California. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Hey now, my name is Mike Piwaworski. I help Craig. I am the co-host for today's program here on The Rundown, where we do 2A Views of Conservative News. I come to you from the East Coast. That's the host, excuse me, the coast with the most, with the co-host with the most. So I'm just, uh, Craig, we're just starting back. I had a radio show this weekend, a couple of radio shows. I'm making sure all the readings and dials and knobs and everything are in the right place here because it's... It's kind of scary at the moment. So Yeah, you know, doing the technology thing is always fun. And just for you, those of you who do not know, I am both in front of and behind the camera, as is Mike, both in front of and behind the camera. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we do our own setup and get everything all set up. And because especially Mike does multiple different types of, of, uh, <laughs> of uh, uh, platforms. Of, Platforms. Yeah. There you go. All different platforms yeah. of technology and media. Yeah. Needless to say, the settings are different depending on what you're doing, and they don't always make it back to where they're supposed to be by the time we get here. But we do get here. And a lot of it is you don't know until that moment it goes live because you could test and test and test, but it's not the same, you know, rate of push and amperage and everything else until until it's live. And then you're like, oh crap, that one's in the purple. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Well, that that's where that whole, you know, you know, F it, we'll do it live. I, I, I yep. have that patch. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that patch too, but we used to say that overseas. Do we have times for rehearsals? No, we would. That's where I always thought it came from because oh. we would be up. And you, because you want to, in the military, you rehearse everything as often as you can. Right. So even if you get a mission 10 minutes from now, you do a quick tabletop rehearsal. And the worst thing you can hear is F it, let's do it live. And you're right. It'd be okay. like that. It'd be like that. Like, see, like right now I'm looking at myself and I'm realizing that, uh, well, I've got a little bit of sunlight on my chin. Yes, yeah, that's not chin, just the there. gray hair, but that's because you... the sun is moving and I have a window right next to me. And normally I keep it all nice and covered <laughs> up, but who cares? That It'd be like that. But, you know, y'all didn't tune in to see perfection. You tuned in to see us. <laughs> it's right there on your face. <laughs> all right, there. Don't point at it. Don't point at it. Shh. They don't want to see it. Oh, no, we already we already mentioned it, didn't we? well when you turn your head that way look at it it's crazy oh yeah it's all across my face yeah it, yeah it well it's like a tribal tattoo yes we will we will work on we will work on that so anyway thank you to all of you who are tuning in we know some folks are watching us on the rundown uh, on facebook we're still not back up on youtube because of our medical misinformation um yeah. i'm a licensed <laughs> medical professional i don't get it I don't get it either, but then again, I don't think there are any medical professionals over there uh, at YouTube uh, who are actually providing any of this follow-up or whatnot. True, true. But anyway, we appreciate you tuning in. For those of you who are watching us on 2A News, uh, for those of you who are watching us on Arms Room Radio or at the California Republican Assembly, uh, welcome to the program. We very much appreciate you having you guys on and having you guys tune in. Please do us a favor right now. Just take a moment right now. Share this in your feed so that other folks will tune in and they'll know what's going on. They'll know what you're watching right at this very moment. Help us out. Help yeah. us out. Help do us it. out. Do what Craig said. Do that thing. Do that. Do that. Do that thing. Do that thing. What? Do, do the thing. thing. Do, do the thing with thing. the guy. <laughs> do that guy. Do that guy. Okay. Well, let's get into today's first story, shall we? Uh, and we this shall. kind of works, Mike, hand in hand with, you know, the reports that I just told you about. Us being 
uh, temporarily banned or put in YouTube jail for spreading false medical information. At least that's what they said we did. Well, we're not the only ones who are guilty of such an offense. In fact, we are not even the most prominent of individuals who've done that, uh, who've done such a thing. In fact, a member of the United States Supreme Court during a hearing on Friday uh, dealing with President Biden's um, with his emergency COVID mandates requirements on large employers, uh, one of the justices decided that they were going to spread false information. And here's the interesting thing, Mike, is that even CNN has agreed that the information that she was providing was false. Check it out. Supreme Court oral arguments over President Biden's coronavirus vaccine mandates, Justice Sonia Sotomayor made a starkly false claim about child hospitalizations. Those numbers show that Omicron um, is as deadly uh, and causes as much serious disease in the unvaccinated as Delta did. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, in serious condition and uh, many on ventilators. CNN's Daniel Dale has a fact check. The justice was just plain inaccurate here. According to the latest federal data, there are actually about 5,000 people under the age of 18 in U.S. hospitals with cases of COVID-19. That is far from over 100,000. And not all of those roughly 5,000 are in, quote, serious condition. Now, the justice could have correctly said that the number of U.S. children in hospital with COVID-19 is at a record level. And she could have said that the rate is rising sharply. But over 100,000 in serious condition, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. Now, what's funny is I'm listening to this guy and he says she was inaccurate. Now, Mike, 5,000 to 100,000. She said 100,000. We know that there's 5,000 in the hospital with COVID, not because of COVID. Right. I mean, is that inaccurate? Oh, yeah, it's a lie. It's a, I'm not going to call it accurate, Craig. It's a it's a bold-faced lie. It's a fib. It's a, her pants should be on fire is what should be going on here. Um, this was not even close to uh, the truth. This was not a mistake. This was not a misspoke. Nobody nobody uh, uh, is claiming or she's not claiming she didn't know the difference. She said Omicron instead of Delta. No, this is just lies. This is her out there trying to push her agenda. I don't know, Craig. Does she... Did she know people were listening when she said this, when she was making these public comments? Well, because Supreme Court justice, for the most part, usually shy away from public comments unless it deals with the case. Well, but 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 Mike, here's the thing. Now, this is a person who received, I mean, we're talking, they have staffs that brief them and prepare them before yes. they even, before before they, 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 they hear these cases, right? So there's tons of information that they have already been uh, provided uh, before this even takes place. And here's the thing that concerned me is, is, is if this is either she ignored that information, she just flat out made up this number, or she's been given false information in order. And this is a person who, a decision maker, who's one of the highest decision makers in the land that has flat, that is putting out there flat out false information. I mean, Mike, we got that. There's a lot to be concerned about because if she's wrong about this, if she has in her head wrong information and data about this, 
What else? What other ignorant information? What else is she ignorant about? Again, Craig, I won't say false information except to say that I won't say false information. I'll say it then. But I'll call it a lie. This is what this was. This wasn't false information. This wasn't misleading. This wasn't she got it wrong. She lied. She lied. And what else is she willing to lie about, Craig? Well, Craig, we know that the liberal justices rule based on uh, they, they want that they want to legislate from the bench. It's all right. about emotion from them. It has right. nothing to do with the rule of law, the facts of law, or the Constitution. So yep. if, it, if it gets to where she wants to be, if it helps make her point, then she's okay with it because she, her goal is here is to legislate from the bench, not to administer the law. Well, exactly. And uh, that is something deeply, that is something to be deeply concerned about. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I think about, when I think about this, I think about how ignorant many justices are, for example, on the issue of guns, right? And how how much education needs to be provided to justices. You know, we had, when we were dealing with the magazine ban case here in California, I was frustrated because I was like wondering why the attorneys, uh, the gun rights attorneys didn't ask, didn't demand that the judge actually ask the 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 uh, uh, attorney general's office, okay, how exactly do you go about about modifying a magazine in order to make it in order to make it a ten round magazine? How safe is that magazine, and how much does it cost? Because in the end, right. the judges that that deal with these things have no idea, and because right. they have no idea, uh, if by not requiring the state to actually uh, uh, provide that information, once again, they're that's important information that you cannot be ignorant about. Right, right. Nope, you are correct, sir. You're correct. And uh, when you know in this case, in this case, when you have the state actually, when you have the a judge making decisions on COVID, basically believing that it is. That 20 times more children are in the hospital in serious condition than actually are. And Mike, you and I both know there's a big difference between being in the hospital with COVID and being in the hospital of COVID because of COVID. And we already know that over 50% of the cases, and this is reported in many, many places, over 50% of the case, new cases in particular, where they're saying they're in the hospital with COVID, yet they're finding out that most, that at least 50% of them yeah, they're in for something else. And yeah. while they were there, they were tested and it turns out they're COVID positive. So they're not there because of COVID. Right. And every every uh, every medical procedure now, no matter what it is, gets a COVID test. So you're getting a COVID test no matter what. And that's like you said, they're finding out these people, some of them have COVID. They're like, what? I live alone. I could have COVID. I must have got it from you. That's about it. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bad. that the, Listen, they just opened another huge testing facility here in, uh, in, in, in where I am in, in central Florida and uh, people are on the news telling them, what do you need to test for? If, if you're, unless you're showing signs and symptoms really bad, you don't need to test. Oh, and by the way, if you're right. showing signs and symptoms, symptoms that bad, go to the doctor, not to right. a testing site. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, that's all part though of, because mo many of the people and most of this hysteria is based on false information. And what's interesting is, is that you have, uh, and this goes kind of leads into our next story where you basically you have, you have big tech who's actually uh, censoring people who dare even question a lot of this information. Like you said, like we literally have had num a number of strikes on our YouTube channel simply because we either raised questions because we actually mentioned things for which there is actual medical evidence supporting our position. 
But if you dare question it, you get censored. Now, the worst part about it is, is that there's actually a poll that's out that basically denotes that, uh, well, there are a lot of people who support exactly what they're doing. In fact, according to one poll, 57% of Democrats, uh, now they call them fascists. I agree. If you believe in, if you believe in censorship, just because you want the other side or a side you disagree with censored, that is in fact the definition of fascism. But 57% of Democrats uh, want to have uh, censorship or support the censorship that big tech has been engaged in when it comes to anyone with whom they disagree, whether it comes to COVID, uh, whether it comes to climate change, whether it comes to uh, January 6th or the 2020 election, or just, hey, if you just happen to be Republican, uh, they support that kind of, uh, they support all that censorship. They do. They absolutely do. And it's led by uh, old, uh, Commander Data looking to fool himself there, uh, the Zuckerberg. Um, you, you know, uh, he says it, Craig, again, because, you know, people are getting their information from Facebook, social media. They go online and whoever said it and you can set it first and, and got noted or tweeted or re redotted or whatever the hell it is. That's who they're taking. Their, that's who they're taking their news from. Uh, I mean. I guess it really couldn't be much worse than anywhere else because everybody else is, you know, telling this, telling journalistic lies without verification of stories. Why should it be different if you want to take your information from Facebook? I guess that's what we just have to do from now on. I mean, that's it, Craig. From now on, we, you and I only do social media news. That's it. What do you mean only social media news? Like we report on what other people do in social media. Oh, okay. Well, before or after they get banned? Because if we do it before they get banned, we might wind up getting banned as well. Well, it would have to be after, right? Because <laughs> we want to let people know. Unless, of course, give it a chance to sit up there for a minute. A, yeah, like some kind of superhero thing. Like we have like multiple identities and go around and minority and find report. out. Uh, Do like a minority report. Minority. Facebook I crime. I thought you were calling me a minority for a second. I mean, there's a line <laughs> here, Craig. There's a line here. <laughs> well, depending on the state you live in, you would be a minority. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm in Florida, bro. We're good. <laughs> Land of hey, Captain Florida. Yep, yep. Captain Florida. There you go. There you yep, go. But yeah, yep. it's, but see, and it, it's that sort of thing. It's like people saying that we believe we should be able to censor things that we disagree with. And the worst part is, is that a lot of the stuff that they want to censor, there's literal data. I mean, there's data right. and there's fact to support it. There's a right. reason why, you know, Democrats, like believed that uh, that COVID was 80 times more deadly to children uh, than it actually was, and that's because they believe they believe right. fellow Democrats, they believe the mainstream media, and the mainstream media lies, and big tech right there along with them is it supports the lie. And when you get to the point where you're censoring people who are in fact telling the truth, that's when I believe that big tech needs to be held accountable for. Once again, if you're going to censor people, you ought to be you ought to be held accountable uh, for uh, for that censorship. Um, how, how much more deadly is it to children? Is that what did you say? They what believed was it was 80 times more deadly to children than it actually was. Well, I mean. Between all the kids that used to get taken to Epstein Island and the, the babies that Hillary eats, we shouldn't see any kids at all anymore. But pretty much, if you believe if you believe if you believe Democrats, but then again, Democrats don't believe Democrats. Um, no, they don't believe the fact. If the, they don't believe science. That's their issue. They have a real issue when it comes to science. 
what's the old uh, dice clay line? Nobody tells me what to do. Not even me. That, not, even, the, not even me. Not even me. That's the Democrat motto out there. Nobody tells me what to do. Not even me. Right. And, you know, Mike, here's the thing. Why should we trust the mainstream media when, for example, uh, we have other examples like our next story, where CBS, CBS News, has actually decided that they were going to cover up information or data uh, relating to uh, January 6th or polls relating to January 6th. See, when polls don't come out telling you what they want, they decide they're going to leave information from those polls out. Now, this poll that they did, uh, one of the things that they noted here was in this particular poll was, number one, most people did not believe that January, they, they did believe that January 6th was too, was too far. They do believe that it was a problem. They do not support the idea of the violence that took place. But what they also noted was that it was not, in this poll, most people, 80%, do not believe it was, it was a coordinated effort uh, by Republicans or by Trump supporters specifically to, uh, to overthrow the government. The other thing uh, that the poll shows is, is that they do not believe uh, that it was, uh, once again, they don't believe it was a coordinated effort. They don't believe that Trump or anyone else was involved. They simply believe that it was a protest that got out of hand, which I think most people can agree. It was a protest that got out of hand. Now, people may disagree on how out of hand it got, but for the most part, we can agree, yeah, it was a protest that got out of hand. Things happened that shouldn't have happened. But... Uh, once again, because the poll didn't support the narrative of, you know, Republicans are trying to overthrow the government and this was a planned effort, uh, needless to say, uh, CBS decided they were going to leave that data and information out. By the way, they did put out all the other information. Uh, and we That's just the way they go, right? If, if, the, if the information is not telling our side of the narrative, then we're not putting the information out. Um, I mean, this is, uh, you know, hiding the story is, uh, it, it, it's, it's so uh, horrendous that you know. Surprised they didn't bring Dan Rather back to do it. You know, he's he's great at that. Um, the, you know, it, it, you know. Let's look at this poll, Craig. I think this is this is the way it's described is probably the most accurate way I, I, I've heard it described. And in fact, that's probably how I'm going to start describing it from now on as a protest that went bad or it went sideways, whatever you want to call it. Now, I think there's reasons why. I do think there were bad actors there. I think there were some other issues going on. Um, but it was a protest that kind of went bad, right? I mean, uh, the president was talking to him, said, "Let your, let your voice be heard." And then when you go over there and there's people waving you at the waving you through at the doors, well, okay, I guess we're going in. We said, "Let our voice be heard." So, I think the it's further evidence that the, they were playing, they were playing, uh, playing the president, trying to to get him to push to where they could do the impeachment or arrest even of the president. Yeah, I mean, once again, the the the. The challenge is, is that the, the media has a narrative and the reason why they're pushing their narrative is because it's what they believe. Uh, they, you know, they're, they have an ideology and, you know, 70 to 80% of those in the mainstream media who report on the president, who report on the White House, they've already done polls. They, they're 70 to 80% of them are Democrats. Uh, less than 7% actually are identified Republicans or conservatives. So they go into many of these situations with a bent, with a narrative already. Uh, and when you have data and information that don't support that bent, uh, they tend to ignore it. And that's exactly right. what happened here. Instead of putting out all the information, which, which, by the way, then they wonder why we call them fake news. We call them yeah. fake news because we know that, yeah, you're not putting out the truth. Yeah, it's probably because of the fake news. 
I know. If you stopped with the fake news, we would stop calling you fake news. Just saying. I'm I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Not saying. Just just saying. Just saying. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll move right along. And our next story has to do with, well, Kyle Rittenhouse and the Rittenhouse trial. Uh, So turns out the guy who uh, actually, the straw purchaser of the firearm, the guy who bought the AR-15 rifle for... uh, for uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle. Turns out he took a plea deal. Um, interesting thing. Interesting thing about this is we, I think we all kind of knew he was going to wind up taking a plea deal. Probably also knew that's probably the reason why the firearm, he hadn't gotten the firearm back. Uh, Mike, anything interesting of note that we need to pay attention to in this plea deal? Um, you know what? When I saw looking at it here and I was just checking to make sure nothing had come up in the last couple of minutes since while we're on the air. I, I hate doing that. You know, we're going to hear it. Five o'clock at five twenty, the news changes, and but our story is at five twenty-five. We don't know. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, the uh, remember the there was the anomaly in the law that under seventeen years old was allowed to possess the firearm. He was not allowed to purchase the firearm based on the uh, the, the length of the barrel uh, that they found there in uh, Wisconsin law. Um, this uh, this guy, on the other hand, um, bought the bought the rifle and then gave it to Rittenhouse to use uh, in his presence. Uh, whether sometimes that was right away or I'm going to give it to you now and we'll go to it tomorrow because it's convenient to give it to you now. That's the uh, the method of which he obtained the rifle this time. It was downstairs. It was in the safe. Remember, he went down to the basement to get it. They'd already left the safe open for him so he could take his rifle. Again, not illegal for somebody under 17 to possess. Uh, it's to purchase. Uh, we go back to this kid. He purchased it, but never delivered it to Kyle. So, is there a crime at all? Because it's sitting in his safe, and he doesn't. Kyle doesn't get it until he feels like uh, the, this guy feels like it's a legitimate. Um, I think a lot of that was taken into consideration when they have originally been facing this guy with a couple multiple felonies. The state was, and now they're down to let's let him plead out to a pair of misdemeanors, which means. Sir, here's your five hundred dollar fine for violating this ordinance, and five hundred dollar fine for, vi- for violating that ordinance. Uh, now go forth and do no harm. Uh, and and he leaves uh, guilty of a pair of ordinances, not even crimes, not misdemeanors, and not felonies. Not felonies. Exactly. Now, he did wind up having to actually pay a, a total of $2,000 in fines for you are correct, two citations. Um, yeah. But yeah, in, in, cause, and part of this was because they threw out the, the minor in possession of a deadly weapon, um, it made it a little harder for them to be able to actually yeah. charge him with the felony of providing a dangerous weapon to a minor. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll see where this goes. There's even the chance that, cause it's the, oh, by the way, it's the same judge and the same defense attorney that right. was during the Rittenhouse trial. Right. So there's the chance when they finally get to take this back before that judge, which is not until later this week, I recall mm-hmm. um, the judge may look at it and go, Hey, we already ruled that that rifle wasn't a short barrel. So what are we doing here? And throw right. everything out. Right. There's that. There's the chance. So we we won't know until uh, until Craig uh, we get all the answers. Exactly. Exactly. So Mike, um, one one other little piece, and this is just kind of a side note. So a lot of one of the places I go and I look for a lot of really good stories on Second Amendment is a website called the Gun Feed. And interesting yes. thing is is that the Gun Feed has actually been. Well, they've been under attack lately. Uh, their website, when I went there today, was actually down. Um, 
Here, I'll take it. I'll look for the thing. So I, I, went, I went to their website and I found uh, I, I found that their site was actually down. Um, and uh, hold on, let me open this thing up here a little bit more and stretch to fit. Uh, so there's there's what I saw from their website right there. It says your website's down. They said that they were dealing with, quote unquote, a site suspension. Now, it, not that their site had been suspended. What they did was is they said that they actually contacted the service provider. Their site will be back up in an hour or two uh, or a day or two. But they found that it turns out it was someone malicious. It may have been uh, something maliciously done by one of their, by their web service provider, by someone who worked there. So just once again, another example of, of big tech's censorship of, yep. of conservative slash Second Amendment uh, organizations. Uh, I had seen a couple of stories recently on the gun feed within the past oh, three days. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, for, for those that are ready to go to the gun feed, there's a couple of original articles written on there, but for the most part, it's just uh, republishing articles from around the second. Exactly. Day. It's more of a uh, news community. aggregator. Yeah. Right, right. Um, uh, and one of the ones that they had published on there was uh, an author who's, who started spreading rumors about who was canceling a shot. Uh, it's almost as if this guy had been getting money from Bloomberg to try and stop SHOT Show. He gets mm. on there and continues to spout, you know, uh, uh, rumors about who's not going, trying to get other people to get convinced not to go. And I noticed that his story was pulled as well. Pulled as well. So maybe it's one of these, uh, you know, a couple of people actually actually spreading these lies that got them taken down. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know, you never know. You never know. All I know is, folks, I, I try to, no matter what I look at, whenever I see a story, if, if I see something that seems, if it's something that I agree with, even if whether it's something I agree with or disagree with, I always try and find a second source. Because too often, some of the yeah. stuff, if it's when it, especially when it's single sourced, it, you never know if it's just rumors or not. So it's always better to try and find multiple sources. Unfortunately, uh, we do sometimes have our own fake news or people who well, put stuff out there. Remember, anybody that's ever taken anything in journalism, it's a minimum of two verifi verified independent sources. Exactly. So if you were to hand your hand your editor, here's my paper, mm -hmm. they, you had to have a minimum of two independent sources mm -hmm. that the editor could contact to make sure the story was legitimate. So, um, which leads me to my neck, which leads me to our parting shot, which now that, uh, now that I, I've actually verified, you are actually my second source for this particular story. We verified it before we went on the air today. Uh, uh, someone posted this about a parking spot uh, that, uh, well, they finally realized that some places are actually creating parking spots uh, for, 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 well, I'll just show you the spot. So it says, I went to the grocery store and they have a parking spot for fat guys that like to grill. That's so considerate. And so Mike had actually confirmed with me that he has in fact seen these spots Oh yeah, yep, I have. And so now we all know. So when you see this, uh, if you are a fat guy uh, who likes to grill, uh, just know that spot is for yep. you. Get you some brisket while you're there. You know, get you some brisket. That's it's a reminder to get yourself some brisket while you're there. <laughs> get you some brisket. Get you some brisket. All right, yeah, Mikey, uh, we got a big thing stuff. coming up, and it's actually going to be a week from today. We're One week. Woo woo. Uh, we have a. Uh, the arms room radio slash rundown uh, party at the uh, the Hofbrau House in Las Vegas, Nevada. Starts at 8 p.m. local time. Uh, we have our good friends, uh, sponsors from uh, Grid Defense. 
Uh, we have our good friends, uh, Gorilla Machining. Uh, we have uh, Next Level Training is kicking in some uh, some swag and bucks. Uh, we have uh, we have the Gun Tech USA is kicking in some swag and some bucks. So uh, listen, every time they kick it in, that means that bar tab goes a little bit longer, just a little, little bit longer. Bit longer. <laughs> so uh, good stuff, and we uh, we can't wait to see all of our friends at Shot Show in Las Vegas. November 17th, November, January 17th, <laughs> January 17th. That's Monday, January 17th. That's one one week from today. Remember, no uh, no shot show credentials required to get into the Hawkbrow House. No, no shot show credentials required. So folks, make sure make sure you tell your friends, come on out if you are there in Vegas. And if you're not going to be there in Vegas, get there in Vegas. You guys need to be there. Uh, please also make sure, visit our sponsors. You can visit them. Uh, their links are in the description of this video. Uh, once again, Gorilla Machining, Grid Defense, and the California Republican Assembly. Check them out. And if you just want to listen to us, want to remind you again, you can look for The Rundown, 2A News with Conservative Views. Anywhere you get podcasts, you can find us and listen to us. We're not You can't listen to the podcast live, but you can listen to the audio version of it afterwards. So check that out as well. Once again, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for liking, sharing, and subscribing and encouraging your friends to do the same. We will see you tomorrow on what is best known as Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday! See you tomorrow.